Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Play action. Looking. Punch. Throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Clint, how you feeling? Good, baby. I'm feeling good. Uh, we uh, it's, it's game week, Friday before uh, college football cranks up, man. And it's been a heck of a two week, a heck of a two week run. All two and zero. For some reason, people keep talking trash to Deion Sanders. I love it. <laughs> you know that that happened during the show yesterday, and, and Christian, we never got to it. I wanted to. Um, the the news broke about it, but then Dion responded yesterday and with his little team huddle. I thought that was awesome. I mean, I, I just Dion is going to play that no respect card, and his team is eating it up, and I, I think it's great. Wes, look, I mean, here here's the deal. I mean, you people can disagree with some of the antics if you want, um, but but the reality of it is is if you listen to what Dion's saying, and I'm, I'm going to assume that that he is. He is 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 so um, I mean adamant w- within his message that, that that he is legitimately that's the, the the way he's raising his team so to speak. Um, I, I don't know how anybody can can dislike the message and dislike the ultimate goal that Deion Sanders is. is um, I mean he, he's top to bottom. He's a good football coach. He, he appears to be a good um, you know second father for all of his football team kind of deal. Um, it's hard to not like what he's doing. The antics, I get it. I understand. We live in 2023. Get ready because it's fixed to become the norm. But uh, I tell you what, man, he has got them Colorado Buffaloes rocking and rolling, and college football has been on fire in large part due to what they've been able to accomplish the first two weeks. And I don't know if you guys saw it this morning, but Dan Lanning has now talked about Dion in Colorado. I'm trying to remember – what they won to affect this conference, I don't remember. I don't remember them winning anything, and they play next week. It's like, why do they keep doing this? They're giving him ammunition. Yes, yes, that that was that was actually that was actually like at media days or or, or maybe, maybe. Oh, okay, it was a while back. Well, he said that a while back, but mm-hmm. they're they're gonna don't don't think he's not gonna drum that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he keeps but, receipts. That's right. The, the the Matt Rule stuff. Remember, Matt Rule was one of us. Matt Rule and Dan Lanning. You're right. Those two guys. Had something to say about the transfer portal and about them getting a lot of hype, and well, they expect them to be, um, you know, at least at the, at the very best one and one, and, and having not upset TCU. And now here they are, the biggest story in college football. And if you don't think Deion Sanders immediately after this Colorado State game is over, I'm going to assume they're going to blow the doors off of them. They're going to be three and zero. And is Oregon next or is USC next? Oregon's Oregon next, and then USC yeah. after them. Wow. Oh, he's going to have Dan Lanning's name all in his mouth in that post-game pressure. <laughs> What's your opinion on Shadir Sanders as a quarterback? That, that was the one thing with this. I, I knew Travis Hunter 
was was going to be one of the best corners in, in America, whether he stayed at Jackson State or he came to college. He was, did, wherever he went, he was going to be the dude. Did you know he was going to uh, be one of the best wide receivers in college football as well? Crazy. No, no, I, no that's, that's the other thing. Like The two things that have shocked me so far is, I mean, he's averaging, I think, 130 snaps a game or something like that. I don't care what his stats say. He, as long as he's doing that, he, he is going to be in the Heisman, mm-hmm. in the Heisman conversation. Right, but you, the, the, your question about Shador Sanders—that was my—that was my doubt because there's not like overwhelming arm strength, and there's there's not overwhelming athletic ability, and so you, you watch and you go, well, is he just does he look like the best athlete on the field because he's at Jackson State, or is that going to translate to Power Five football? And it's translated in a monster way. Um, I think the only thing—I mean, he to me, I've watched, I've watched, I, I think I've seen. The, the top quarterbacks, Drake May, Caleb Williams. Uh, I mean, I think I've seen most of the top quarterbacks in the country play, and, and I think the most convincing play style, the most convincing product that a quarterback is putting out there right now is Shador Sanders. Wow. Everybody's turned on by Caleb Williams because he does Pat Mahomes things, but but I, I'm not going to just I'm not going to be the guy that goes out there and says Pat Mahomes things is going to translate to the NFL for everybody. What Shador Sanders is doing is going to translate in a, in a big, big way. Hmm. Clint Sterner with us. Thanks to our friends at Motorsports Authority. Clint, let's get to Arkansas-BYU. What's the key for Arkansas in this? Is, is it as simple as running the ball, or can they do it and be effective offensively in other ways? I think, I think if they're not effective running the football against BYU, there's a good chance they lose the football game. Um, that, that's that, – we talked about this last week, and I, and I know Wes, you, and everybody else gets tired of the, the first two weeks of the season. All I'm talking about is, man, you can't, you know, you got to establish the run. It's all negative, and I'm just, I'm just, I, I look at Arkansas, and I'm not a fool. I don't sit here and say 10, 11 wins, and they're going to win the national title and all that kind of job. <laughs> I believe year in, year out, Arkansas is an eight-win football team. That's that's my middle of the road, right? And so when I watch Arkansas, when I watch my team play in the moment, I'm emotionally in the game, and I'm on, I'm hooked on every damn play. But, but as I evaluate it, when I come to you guys and talk to you guys about it, I, I, I always come with the mindset of what does that right there look like against Auburn? You know, what, not, not Alabama, not Georgia. You know, what does that look like? What's it going to look like in the swamp against a, 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 an average to below average Florida team? You know, what, what is that product going to look like? And what we've seen so far, Wes, we should be ashamed of ourselves. I remember having a conversation with you and, and Justin talking about Nine wins, ten wins. You know, I see this, and we, we not that we at the time we had we, we had plenty of reason to believe that, but right now, after watching two games, I'm not shaping my mouth to say nine or ten wins. So, again, to your point, they've got to run the football and they've got to establish the run with KJ Jefferson. I don't want to hear no crap about Rocket Sanders. I love Rocket Sanders. He's clearly one of the best in the country. This is the University of Arkansas. They got us. We've heard for years now, two, three years now, the stable of running backs. Man, Arkansas's got all these running backs. Hey, man, they've got to establish the run, or they're going to be in trouble this weekend. Hmm. What's the problem? What What do you see when they're trying to run the ball? Well, here, here's the deal. You, we've got problems that we can all see when we're watching the game. The, the tackles are struggling, right? Whether it's running or throwing the football, the tackles are struggling. There, there's the O line needs to come together. They need to get some guys healthy. Yada yada yada. All that stuff. You and I. I mean, hell, anybody that watches one football game can tell about the University of Arkansas. To me, the one thing that needs to change, and I've heard Sam Pittman speak about this, is Dan Enos has to go into this ball game with a with a, a clear, clear mindset on what 
I mean, look, watch last year's film. I mean, what, watch me. And I'm not saying be Kendall Browse. Everybody relax. I know there's a lot of Kendall Browse haters out there. I'm not saying be Kendall Browse, but I'm saying K.J. Jefferson needs to be a part of the run game just like that. So to answer your question specifically, I believe it's about Dan Enos. And if Dan Enos does it, and then we don't get it done, and then we can't establish a run early in the game, and we can't control a game versus the lesser opponent for four quarters, then we need to look to, well, Rocket was out, man. Well, you know, the tackles are struggling. Then we can look to talent. Right now, I don't have enough, I don't have enough film to watch to say, yeah, man, these guys just can't get it done. Hmm. You know, I, I think it's more schematically right now is the adjustment more than anything. Can you uh, make an excuse for him with the change of the offensive coordinator, uh, the new style, the new scheme? The, you know, you, you, all your offensive linemen are playing different positions. Two, you know, you got two starters returning, but they're, they're lining up in different spots. Is, is that a you know? Is that an excuse? I, that, I think I think it's I think it is an excuse. Uh, you know, if if they look look, Wes, we, I, I, I read it again today. Sam Pittman talking about our plan the first two weeks was to not running much. Like that, that can't. As long as that's going on, we can't talk about backup offensive line. We, I, I mean, I can't. I, mean, I know I don't talk about him for four hours a day like y'all do. I, I do that text down here, but I mean, I, I look at it, but and I just until I see them try to like, like the run game's been bad. Like the running backs have struggled. No matter when Rocket was in there, it was bad. When AJ's in there, it's bad. It just hasn't been good versus lesser opponents, right? Until in the second half last week, they started rolling. You could you could clearly see last week. In the second half, it was a, hey, to hell with everything we talked about in our coaches' meeting. Establish this run with the big boy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it is, it is part, it, it's the, the world we live in in football right now, and we're watching it in Arkansas with, with KJ, uh, but, but a lot of people are dealing with it, even in the NFL, is you go out and you pay these guys a bunch of money, you win a bunch of ball games with them, and then all of a sudden, when it comes cutting time, you expect, you expect them to be successful other ways. And you're trying to minimize the risk, right? Well, the reality of it is, in, in pro ball, in college ball, if you've got an athletic quarterback and they are the – I'm not talking about the, the, the guy that just scampers around and, and scrambles and, and off, off script makes plays. I'm talking about the guy that, that the Dak Prescott back in the day downhill, the, to right now K.J. Jefferson, and you, try, and you, you don't lean into that identity constantly because you're trying to protect that quarterback. We've just got to get used to it. Hey, if you're an athletic quarterback and you're going to run the football downhill – there's, there's added risk that comes with that. You better be 245. You better be built like a brick outhouse, and, and we hope we can make it through 12 games with them. Does Slovis make you nervous at all? Do you think he could hurt Arkansas through the air? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it don't matter It don't matter who, who it is. I mean, I, look, I mean, Arkansas secondary has done nothing this year to convince me that they're, that they're any different than what we saw last year. Hmm. I, know they had, I know they had a lot of change at the top. I know hopefully some guys have grown up. I know they've got some transfers. Um, but I, I mean, I, you watch like that first game against Western Carolina. There's three touchdowns. Let's, let's, say, let's, let's, let's be generous. Maybe they weren't touchdowns, or let's not be too generous. Maybe they weren't touchdowns. Maybe they were just chunk plays. But there's guys screaming wide open because the corner is running a basic cover three, and he doesn't fold over the top of the seam route hmm. like that. And, and it's it's number three. Or what, what's what's the McLaughlin kid? What, what's his? Nudie. Number three. Mm-hmm. Two. I mean, right. You, you, he changed his number on me. Yeah. <laughs> but but he, he I mean you know that like like you can't have that kind of stuff happen. Yeah. And it's because again against BYU, I mean I don't know a whole hell of a lot of about BYU, but they're probably going to hit that. And I'm gonna guess that I'm gonna guess that the majority of the SEC teams you play, they're going to hit that, and you're you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I don't know that that's the thing with me defensively is um, 
I, I just, as I said last week, Wes, the jury is still out for me on this defense, but I see, I, I've, unfortunately, and I'm uncomfortable with it, hmm. I've seen some of the same stuff that we've seen in the past, and then all of a sudden somebody comes back two plays later and makes a you know, sack fumble or something. And I understand that's football, but it shouldn't be that way consistently when you're playing Western Carolina. And so I, I'm um, – I mean, I'm sitting on pins and needles with this defense right now. Clint Sterner, Motorsports Authority on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, uh, let's move to the NFL. Cowboys have the Jets, and Zach Wilson's the quarterback for the Jets now. Uh, what do you think of Zach Wilson? Should the Jets stick with him, go out and try to find somebody? What, what, what do you think about that situation? Well, you talk about another fascinating story. Now now we're on to the, the story of the NFL, right? Once you get past Aaron Rodgers and, and the way the – Energy was sucked out of that building in, in the first drive when he went down. Now you, you quickly move on to Zach Wilson, and look, I, I, I think some of the some of the uh, some of the things that I read on social media from from credible outlets, I, I think he, I mean, we were we were in an, an enormous, I mean, unbelievable pot stirring era of media. Um, I mean, some of the names that I saw thrown out there. I mean, we're talking about Caleb. Not Caleb Williams. We're talking about Cam Newton. We're talking about. Um, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, uh, uh, Carson Kaepernick Wynn. said he was available as well. Huh? Chad yeah. Henney. I mean, I, I mean yes. anybody, here's the deal. anybody that even shaped their mouth to say Kaepernick should be fined and suspended for a week Last time he played, Barack Obama was still in office. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's crazy, man. I, like, it, it, but, but, like, all of that stuff aside, the best thing for them to do, you have one of two paths. You either go with Zach Wilson, which is what I would do. I believe that Zach Wilson, the last six months of his football career, of his football life, if that didn't change him for the better, mm-hmm. whether you're talking about extreme adversity, the, the organization is saying, I don't care where we drafted you, we will bench you. I, the, the team may be turning on him to Aaron spending spending a couple of months underneath Aaron Rodgers, and, and, and you watch Hard Knocks, you can see that is a very valuable relationship for him. To, to now you look, and this team is absolutely stacked. I mean, stacked. If 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 Zach Wilson can't sit there and look at this team and go, man, I can Trent Dilfer this thing to a Super Bowl. Mm. I, 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 I literally can be a Charlie checkdown and just, just I mean, literally, I mean, just, I mean, as, take what they give me to a to a tenth degree, and we'll have a chance to make a run, make a run at the Super Bowl. If he, if all those things combined doesn't give us a better Zach Wilson, then hell, he's done in the league. I mean, so I would ride with Zach Wilson. Um, that's the that's the one path. The other path I think that I heard that that I would I would at least flip stones. I would call Tom Brady, uh, and I and I would see if he's interested. And I would go with Zach with the is. I'd go with Zach Wilson until he's ready to play, and then make and if Zach struggling a little bit, make that move. Or the other one was, and I don't know if they if they necessarily could do this or wanted to do this, but I heard somebody make this make the statement that they should could make a, a play for Matthew Stafford out with the Rams, who obviously the Rams are tanking Stafford on, on his last leg anyway. Um, I, I wouldn't be – I mean, I, I don't necessarily like those. I'm just saying those are – like would make football sense, you know, for them for them to do something like that if they're really trying to win a Super Bowl. So um, it is fascinating, man. I, I'm telling you, he is uh, – I'm, I'm team MILF hunter, guys. I mean, that's Zach Wilson for you, man. I'm, I'm riding with Zach Wilson. <laughs> After seeing what Dallas's defense did to a very athletic Daniel Jones, I fear for Zach Wilson's life this week. They may kill him. Well, and that offensive you know, line for the Jets is bad. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they they struggled, but they again they should lean into the run and lean mm-hmm. into their defense, and it should be a thirteen to thirteen ball game in overtime again. But we'll see. I mean, that's the thing about Dallas is is are are, are they really that? Two things about Dallas. Is their defense 
defense really that good, or is New York that bad? And, and I, look, I think it's somewhere in the middle, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out. And then, and then you, you look at their offense. That game was dominated. I mean, it, 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 Dallas was so dominant. I, I don't know that we really saw. I mean, Dak was never in a position to be like, "Hey, man, you got to go make some plays," right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think Dak and McCarthy are two in the same. I loved. I absolutely loved. I doubted heavily, Wes, as you know, but I absolutely loved what I saw relative to what the Cowboys did in the past. I think you can win Super Bowls. I think you can contend for Super Bowls consistently with Dak Prescott as your quarterback if that offense is going to look like that. Your, their approach coming out was, we're going to make it as simple as we can on our quarterback. And, and football, everybody makes football so difficult. It's not as difficult as everybody makes it. Pat Mahomes, he can he can do his. They can win Super Bowls making it look. But there there is something. There's serious value in. I'm going to protect my quarterback. I'm going to give him easy throws. I'm going to use my athletes. We're going to have high completion percentage. Not not Charlie checkdowns. High completion percentage throwing screens to Turpin and 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 getting C.D. Lamb involved and just all those little things with Pollard. I mean, it's. It, it's got the makings of being something that I could really fall in love with. You just described the early 1970s Dolphins. That's exactly how they played. <laughs> well, I, I was minus seven, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Clint, thank you. Have a great weekend. Hey, you guys have a good one and go home. We'll talk to Clint Sterner Monday. Thanks to our friends at Motorsports Authority.